I speak to you in the name of one God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. A very happy Mother's Day to you all and to the motherly figures in your life. I'm especially thinking of you moms who have spent this past year at home with your children. You deserve to be celebrated and probably some well-needed alone time. Indeed, over the course of this past year, we have become quite familiar with the places that we call home. Perhaps some of us have even made some changes to our home during the pandemic, maybe putting some more artwork on the walls or creating workplaces in our kitchens and living rooms and dining rooms, or maybe even rearranging the patio furniture to accommodate for socially distanced visits with our friends. Some of us have even opted to move and find new dwelling places that better fit our needs. Whatever our circumstances, this past year has made us uniquely aware that our homes, the places where we dwell, are important. They reflect our priorities and shape how we live our lives. Last Sunday in her sermon, Reverend Rachel pointed out that the word abide was mentioned something like eight times in the gospel passage. And in our lesson this morning, that same word pops up again. Jesus tells his followers to abide in his love just as he abides in his father's love. Now, this word abide can also be translated as remain or stay. And after a year of becoming intimately familiar with what it means to remain in one place, we are strikingly aware of how the places where we abide reflect and shape our lives. Jesus invites his disciples to remain or stay in his love, to make a home in his love, to dwell in that love, and to let their lives be shaped and molded in such a way that they carry that love out into the world with them. And as beautiful as that might seem, love is a highly ambiguous word. It translates several different Greek words, eros, epithema, agape, philia, to name a few. And all these Greek words translate as love in English and yet describe different types of love and yet also, at the same time, blend together sometimes. So it's somewhat confusing and deserves an explanation. In the passage we hear this morning, love always translates the Greek word agape, which then comes into Latin as caritas, and then eventually into English as charity. It's a kind of love that is primarily interested in the good of the other, rather than one's own. And in this sense, love is a virtue, something that we Christians might say is part of the very nature of God, but for us humans, something that we need to habituate over time. And it kind of makes sense when you think about it, the overflowing, self-giving, unselfish, super abundant love of God 
is something we humans don't just exude in our lives right from the get-go. Rather, it's a type of love that we need to be exposed to and practice throughout our lives. And that's why the part of this gospel where Jesus talks about being friends with his followers is no mere accident. It reflect, re reflects a deep connection of how we are to make Jesus' love part of our lives. One of the many, many subjects that the Greek philosopher Aristotle wrote about was friendship. And he describes three different types of friendships throughout his writing. The first type of friendship is based in utility. There is some sort of benefit involved or something useful. Think of like a business connection or someone who gives you a particular social standing. And the second type of friendship that Aristotle talked about is a friendship that's based in pleasure, where we enjoy the pleasant qualities of the other person, someone who can make you laugh or who is just fun to be around. And the third type of friendship, which Aristotle called the best type of friendship, is for the sake of friendship itself. A friendship where both people admire the other's virtues and characteristics and want to do good for the other person. And Aristotle said these types of friendships shape us the most. A friend who loves us just for the sake of loving us in turn, teaches us to love. Our best friends shape our virtues, our characteristics, and who we are. And I think it's worthwhile to pause every so often and to think about those friends who draw the good out in us, those friends who draw us closer to what is sacred and holy. So think about it for a quick second. Who are those friends in your life who show you what love is all about? Who are those friends in your life who teach you how to love? St. Thomas Aquinas, another great thinker, I'm kind of on a great thinker kick in this sermon, picked up Aristotle's ideas of friendship and provided a Christian perspective. For Aquinas, friendship is at the very core of what it means to be a Christian. It is through our friendships that we live out some of the most basic principles and commandments of the Christian faith. Think of love your neighbor as yourself, or even in today's gospel lesson, love one another as I have loved you. It's our friendships that helps us live into this love and teach us what Christian charity is all about. And for Aquinas, one of the main goals of the Christian life is to have this sort of friendship with God. It is through this friendship that we strive to take on God's characteristics and over time become more and more Christ-like ourselves. Over the course of this past year, we have become very familiar and very aware of what it means to remain in our homes. Jesus' words this morning remind us that we also have a home in God's love, a home that is known when we abide in Jesus' presence 
and Jesus' love. Those places where we might find Jesus in our world today, in relationship and caring for the poor and the marginalized, and respecting the dignity of every human being, of creating spaces for people to be the person that God has created them to be. Jesus invites us into a friendship, a kind of friendship that Aristotle and Aquinas would call the best kind of friendship, a friendship that forms and shapes us when we abide in God's presence and God's love. God, the source of love, calls us to be God's friends so that we might love one another as God loves us. Amen.